We are live. Welcome to Shifty Perspective, episode 12. In this episode, we speak to my very good friend, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt, Professor Michelle Ras. We've just yeah. uh, had a bit of an issue trying to start this, so um, apologies for anybody who is waiting. Uh, thank you. And hey, Michelle. <laughs> Hey guy, hey man. You can hey, uh, you can see and hear me right now, okay? Yeah. Cool. Okay, so um, I mean, we already just went over the the pleasantries of uh, of how we're doing and stuff, but um, yeah. So I just asked you for anyone who didn't miss this, um, anyone who did miss the beginning, sorry, was how have you found rolling again now that lockdown's over? Yeah, I was really glad. That, uh, to be to be back on the mat again, um, uh, to see all the guys, uh, to teach class again, um, yeah, I, I felt real great, and uh, yeah, my condition was a bit uh, rusty, but uh, <laughs> it will come again. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, everyone gets rusty, but um, I mean, it's not like you. You, it's not that the techniques itself doesn't um, don't go out the window, right? It's it's just the kind of the muscle memory is still there, but is it more the conditioning or? Yeah, it's conditioning, but also timing because uh, um, we, we didn't do much the last three months. So uh, I can see my timing is a bit, uh, yeah, it's not, yeah. It, it's it's not only the condition, it's also timing uh, for submissions or for uh, reactions. Uh, yeah. Like feeling for openings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So how was your journey like into you've been doing jujitsu for for ages now, right? And then before yeah. that you did uh, judo as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. It's uh, because of judo uh, um I uh came in connection with jiu-jitsu. I was uh in 2007 I was uh, training judo and uh there was a guy coming to uh, the judo club and um, um, we were sparring and um, uh, I had no problems with takedowns, but when we came on the ground, he finished me off <laughs> yeah. every time again. So I didn't understand what was happening. So I asked him uh, at the end of the class, what kind of uh, background does he have? So he uh, he told me that he was doing uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and um, um, at that time they only teach class in um, in Amsterdam. So I went with him to Amsterdam, and uh, that was my uh, beginning of my journey with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It was uh, wow. since two thousand and seven. Well, that's a long time. Yeah, thirteen, almost fourteen years. Sure. Yeah. yeah, and uh, how long were you doing judo before that? Uh, I started judo when I was seven years old, so um, uh, 28 years. Well, it's a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, um, judo hel helped me in, in the beginning with jiu-jitsu. I also made a lot of um, uh, judo mistakes to, to give uh, my back, and uh, um, I was funeral at some uh, points. Um, but yeah, if you know judo, you're uh, you know a lot of takedowns. So mm -hmm. 
uh, jiu-jitsu starts uh, from uh, the standing positions and um, and we work to the ground and uh, it helps me a lot to bring my opponent to the ground yeah do you find um is it something that uh you feel has increased your kind of awareness and just general movement in in life in general like just outside like you i mean you must be obviously you're very agile and stuff when you're moving around it's quite crazy to see you kind of just flipping about and stuff so on a day-to-day basis you know do you feel um um uh, jiu-jitsu martial arts help helps me when i have a rough day at work or or uh, i got something on my mind and i go to training um i will lose all the yeah uh, all my thoughts so i really can um um focus on on jiu-jitsu and um and that's what i like i i'm in my zone when i'm uh, practicing jiu-jitsu and um nothing else matters so um <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like same it's it's really really unique to uh, the closest thing i found is swimming like i use i used to swim um well for quite a few years and and that would be like a good stress release of where, of where I was in a zone, like, and especially swimming underwater, you know, I dive into the water and I just be like floating and, and swimming through. And, and the feeling I get when I, when I train jujitsu is, is this, is that basically, I mean, I, I love doing the kickboxing and I love all of the other, you know, like the other fight sport boxing and MMA and stuff like that. But is there something different is something, something really meditative about it. You know, it's like, yeah. it's almost like it's a yoga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, like uh, sometimes I drive to jiu-jitsu and I'm real stressed up, uh, speeding and everything. <laughs> and uh, and um, and I came, so I arrive at the class. I do my jiu-jitsu thing, and uh, when I went when I go home, I'm really relaxed. Uh, and um, yeah, my mind is just without stress it's just really a stress reliever and yeah it, it really works for me and um and uh yeah you have to work hard on the mat so uh yeah i, I like it i have i really have to push myself uh against everyone and yeah, it's, that's what i love i find that um the whole the whole working hard on the mat thing crazy because the way that it translates to strength and size is just, it throws all of the norms out the window. You know how I, I can remember like the first time that I came to your class actually, and you know, I've boxed before I felt, and I, I was, or I was a lot actually fatter. I was a lot heavier then, but um, you know, I was stronger than a lot of people at first I thought. And then, you know, I, I'm against uh, there's a, a couple of the girls and next thing you know, I'm like, <laughs> like you know I'm, yeah, <laughs> i've yeah. got i've got some 45 kilo uh, uh lady on my back choking me out and i'm like what the fuck just happened yeah, so <laughs> i really love to see it i remember uh one time the, uh, one of the girls um uh went sparring with a, a guy who was big two meters and she she weighed i think 45 kilograms and uh, the first thing, uh, what he said to me was, uh, why you put me against this girl? What can <laughs> she do? 
And I think one minute later, he was uh, unconscious on the mat because she choked him out. No way. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that was like uh, the whole stubbornness of, you know, not tapping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, He was like, he refused to tap. and He refused to tap, yeah. (laughs) He he refused to tap for a girl and he was too too much pride. So he ended up uh, unconscious on the mat. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I've learned that pretty quick. The the whole tapping thing is uh, for for anyone who's listening who doesn't do any martial arts or particularly any uh, grappling sports. Uh, when you uh, there's a real conscientious politeness and an honour to tap and to know to tap when someone gets you in a position, and if they're you know in an armbar. So for the video thing, people you know your arm is outstretched and they're locking it up and essentially they could break your arm or in a choke where you can't breathe. You know, you have to you have to tap, and you just say the word tap if you can't physically tap, or you, or you tap on them or on the ground, and they they let go of you. But uh, yeah, it's it's a weird thing. It's a weird ego thing, you know. <laughs> it like, is. It is. Really yeah. Some sometimes you see guys uh, who do a lot of weightlifting and got big arms and uh, got an impressive body. And uh, they're going to have to fight against somebody who's really slim and, and, and shorter than them. It, it breaks their ego when they have to tap. It's, uh, and that's what I like yeah. to see. That's, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I just literally uh, came, just I finished, finished work and then at like five, at five o'clock. So it's seven o'clock now. And so as soon as I finished, I went downstairs and uh, I trained for an hour with, with Meg, with my friend. Oh yeah, you know her. I have been, yeah. uh, I just started teaching her, you know, we've done kickboxing for a few months, but now in the past few weeks, we started to do some uh, BJJ and uh, it was, it's nice like to unwind after work and just, you know, show someone an armbar or a triangle choke and, you know, teach her some takedowns and stuff. It's really cool. For sure. Yeah. During the, uh, the Corona crisis and uh, when people stayed at home, mm-hmm. you heard a lot of, uh, people who uh, bought some mats and uh, went on training at home yep. and doing their drills and uh, uh, doing alternative things to keep on going. So I at home, I also have some mats uh, upstairs nice. and uh, where I can do some things. So, uh, yeah, you, you have to be, so, uh, you have to look for alternatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that like, some of the people that I follow did keep things up and, you know, they were doing calisthenics and stuff like that and, and trying to keep themselves strong. Um, I I think for a lot of people, the motivation was quite difficult to, um, you know, to keep it up. If yeah, you know, definitely got a lot of friends that uh, as soon as the group stopped, then, you know, then they, they don't, uh, or that their team that they, that they train with stop, then they lose the motivation because I find, even for myself, like doing it on my own is, you know, shit. It's so hard, you know, like going to the gym, the amount of times I've signed up to the gym and then I just stopped going because like, you know, it's raining or something, but you know, with, with like training BJJ, it's like, there's a whole group of us. There's, you know, and if I don't go, then, you know, I feel like I'm essentially, you know, letting people down. So that's that's what I find. Uh, um, that's why I'm so glad with the with the group that I teach is uh, the guys and girls are motivating each other mm-hmm. and uh, they bring each other to a high level. 
Ja. En, uh, yeah. uh, I, I don't know a lot of sports who, who can, where you can compare that and no. uh, find that teamwork like that. Yeah. How long have you actually been teaching it for then? Um, I started in, uh, I think, 2015 or 14. Oh, well, so okay, cool. Five years, six years, yeah. So and I then did. Did you, have you done any, like, teaching beforehand? No, I didn't. Anything else, so. No, no, no. So uh, um, I started teaching uh, jiu-jitsu and... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I already uh, was asked um, um, sometimes to uh, do a class when somebody was sick or something. Yeah. But uh, since five or six years, uh, I, I have my own class. Yeah. And do you find like, was that quite a nervous, daunting thing to start? Yeah. Um, when you're going to teach class, um um, you really have to know all the details and uh, how you bring them over to your students. And um, that, um, that I started to learn uh, when I teach class. I didn't knew that before. So I knew, I knew the te techniques. And, um, but to show somebody uh, uh, how you do the techniques you have to step for step for step and mm -hmm. uh, sometimes um, it even brings me um, um, how do you say uh, it, 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 it it's um, um, how do you say it, it, it forces me to know the details every yes. single detail yeah because maybe when you just learn it yourself you kind of you just learn the thing yeah. you don't actually go into it and you brush over and then yeah there's all yeah. these uh, i guess like nuances subtle nuances that that are in every movement true yeah yeah, yeah. so uh, um that was the the hardest part uh um for me for the beginning and uh you when you teach class you got several uh, all kinds of people with all kinds of different reasons why they doing? Uh, why they why they start jiu-jitsu. Yep. So we have guys who who come from MMA and want to um, uh, fuck people up. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and and, and uh, work on the groundwork and uh, um, and you got just people who like the sport and uh, yep. stay in, in movement and um, uh, other people uh, for self defense. So. Um, uh, yeah, all different kinds of reasons why people start jiu-jitsu. And you've and got to get used to kind of like dealing with all of those yeah, people. Yeah, their needs, exactly. I guess. yeah, exactly. So uh, also with sparring, you, you can see um, uh, there are different kinds of people. Mm -hmm. uh, some people tap uh, sooner than others. Some, some uh, even go in the training uh, they look for the danger to break their arm or injure themselves because they won't tap because they're, I won't see it. Maybe their ego is too big. I don't know. Um, or they just want oh. to be so competitive that they don't want to tap. I think it's, it's one of those things though that like to get really good, you have to let go of your ego. Yeah. So like, 
I mean, it, obviously it helps to be competitive, but it's such a team thing where you're really helping each other, yeah. you know, and if someone's just like coming in with this, they want to just beat everyone straight away, but they've never done it before. Then like, who's going to want to help them because they're just going to be annoying and aggressive. Yeah. And, uh, exactly. And uh, I, I also like it because when people have a, a big ego and uh, they show it in the team, uh, there's also, uh, there's always a, uh, somebody who's better than you <laughs> yeah. and uh, that person will put you on your in in the right place and uh uh that's also what, what i like with jiu-jitsu so yeah there's no place for egos uh and uh, yeah and when you bring your ego it will get uh you will get punished mm -hmm. yeah. i think that's like why you uh, another reason why when you see like fights and stuff happening in the street it's always untrained people generally fighting yeah because yeah. like once you learn the power of your own body and you learn you know that you can really hurt somebody and you don't want to and when you know how much somebody also can cause damage on you then yeah. then the whole thing shifts uh like i i remember when we went out in uh when we were out in amsterdam and you know that's just like we're sat in a bar and you can see other groups of people and they're there's macho men that are drunk and you yeah. know you can just it's there's always close around yeah. when you're in a city yeah. for a fight happening and then yeah, i was sure. looking and i was thinking like you know li little these people you know they're big and they're pushing themselves around and stuff but little do they know that you know there's like a, a few of us sat here and you know you look so unsuspecting and then you know the other guys who were with patrick like you know <laughs> an accountant who look you know chilled the guy you know actually are probably the most dangerous people in the bar but would never yeah. hurt anybody and you know yeah that's... yeah yeah they should don't, they don't show it and uh um yeah, yeah that's what i like with jiu-jitsu you you can't tell when somebody uh will fuck you up or, or not because yeah uh, it's it's all between uh the ears and uh, uh and, ears. yeah exactly that's yeah good. yeah <laughs> Yeah, and and you, you always got some. Um, um, so I also trained uh, MMA for, for a while, mm -hmm. and um, I remember uh, I'm not good at striking. It's yeah. uh, um, uh, I, I, I did not. I, I have no kickboxing background or striking. Did a bit of kickboxing? Yeah, I did a bit. Yeah, so and I started to do uh, MMA. And so I was pretty, um, uh, um, yeah, convenient with my groundwork, but I know there was a lot of to learn about my uh, um, uh, striking and kicking. And uh, I remember guy, um, and he knew that I was doing, I was not doing MMA for a long time, and I was not not good at striking. So my, how do you say, my, my blocking your, for strikes. Yeah. yeah was was not that well so we had to spar and uh the first thing was uh, he did a roundhouse kick so against my face and i was Whoa. like boom and uh like an actual power yeah actual power yeah really hard <laughs> so unnecessary but yeah, yeah yeah so um uh, i had to stop at that moment because i was feeling really uh uh dizzy and uh but i remember because yeah, if somebody does that to you, uh, 
if I'm like that. So the next time uh, I did MMA class, uh, it was like uh, um, from standing to the ground. So you could shoot and you bring the the guy to the ground. Nice. Yeah. And then, yeah, I, uh, I fucked him up. And then, yeah. <laughs> did you, uh, did you uh, play with him or did you submit him for uh, quickly or did you like, no, no, just really play with him. Um, um, so uh, you, 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 you can, you have some real fast finishes, but you really can grind on somebody like, mm-hmm. uh, like against the face, uh, uh, hurt him with the, um, uh, with your shoulder, with shoulder pressure on his face. So each time he's near tapping, but then you stop, then you're going to bring something <laughs> else to, you know, Gosh. grinding, grinding. Yeah. yeah. He actually wants to tap, but he got no reason to tap because I don't pull, uh, uh, submissions apart. on him. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess like also then his ego is like, you know, he doesn't want to tap if he's not getting submitted. So yeah, therefore yeah. he just lets you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, you know, that's how, that, that's how it works. Yeah. yeah. I find it crazy. Like, honestly, just like roll, rolling with you. Um, I know that like, you're all about the, the pressure game and about how you are so accurate at putting I, it's not even just weight because like yeah to any to anyone who doesn't do this and is listening like when you have someone like michelle on top of you and he has like his knee on you or something it feels like he's like double his weight and like it's horrible you know you it just your air is sucked out of you you feel just panicked and any you know you might be really strong but any momentum you're trying to you just can't even focus on any movement because of of his pressure and it's really you know i've rolled with like lots of good people but your your pressure is is unique and that's something that is yeah it's something i want i want to you know i want to learn but it, it's it's very 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 scary and very daunting and it's great if you if you're on, on someone like that who is just and you just get on them and push the air out of them yeah 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 and, and sometimes it's necessary because um um just what i said my conditioning is sometimes uh, not that good but uh, and when somebody has just a lot of a lot of conditioning or somebody's lighter so he, way, he uh, moves way easier then uh, i have to pin him mm-hmm. and uh, try to suck out the energy with that kind of moves uh, so uh, I, I'm gonna use knee on belly. Uh, that's the pressure game where you put your knee on the on the belly, and uh, uh, he got difficult with breathing. Or I gonna lay on his uh, chest, so uh, he got difficult with breathing because I'm put my full weight on your chest, so your chest won't come out full. Ah, so, so you yeah. can't take the breath in and expand. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, how I play a bit, and uh, to get people tired, or um, and people will give uh, their arms because um, uh, it's yeah pressure that they want. Some people are afraid for a bit pressure, so they're gonna do some. They're gonna expose uh, the arms or maybe the legs or or expose the neck, and then I can uh, attack. I find that's like the, like one of the, the fundamental thing that links it to like chess uh, is the, is the, 
tactical aspect of it because you are putting pressure on one aspect of somebody to uh, almost incite a reaction from them. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're like, you're, you're goading them into reacting in a certain way and then you have something lined up to react with that. So when they're on top, you're on top of them and you put pressure there. So they go to, you know, yeah, push away your arm and, and then you can grab them and gift wrap them. You know? yeah, man. yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's really like chess, uh, um, with one move, you try to get another move from that person and you, you look how, how they react and, uh, if they react like, uh, you want to, then you could uh, apply a, a submission. Mm -hmm. or you, uh, uh, you see something else. It's uh, yeah, it's it's ongoing the the whole time. So uh, yeah. you have to uh, uh, yeah try to get uh, uh, how do you say? Uh, you really poke them to mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Stu stupid things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're go goading them, I think. Is the, yeah, 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 okay. exactly. Yeah, come and get me, come and get me. <laughs> that kind of yeah, thing. yeah, 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 man. Yeah, do you find, um, just I guess this is like skipping over quite a bit, but when we, um, we went skiing, uh, obviously in uh, was it January? Yeah, uh, I think, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we went skiing in January. Did you yeah. find that? you could see a link between your because you were you were very good quick you know with someone who never skied you were just like oh yeah absolutely very impressive so do you think that was because of your martial arts and you, your central balance and stuff like that um and I, I know my balance as well and um um well, I, I really studied how people were skiing. So, um, like you, you already uh, are much you, you're much better in skiing than me. Mm -hmm. So I was really looking at uh, how you stand on your on your skis, ah, okay. you the turns. Uh, uh, I, I try to copy you with your movements, uh, cool. uh, and. Um, and sometimes there was fear because we did oh, some yeah. steep, steep parts <laughs> and uh, uh, I yeah. knew I could uh, fall really hard. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. We did some crazy, crazy runs, man. Like yeah. the, the we took the red runs. So like, um, <laughs> I mean, maybe I was a bit of an asshole, but... <laughs> Um, we we went up on a day of a, of the snowstorms. Yeah, man. And took a red run down yeah. to someone. What you? This was like your third time, like third day of skiing or second day of skiing, maybe. And it's just like a near, you know, vertical drop off. I I was scared and like to see you at the top and I go down. I, I was really right. scared, man. I was really scared because <laughs> uh, uh, so we went through the woods and uh, that, that was not that scary. Yeah. But then, um, then I noticed, and somebody was telling from, uh, yeah, if something happens now, and there is, and the and the chopper has to come, then you're uh, in big shit. So yeah, that was playing in the back of my mind. So and we then we came on that steep part of of the of the hill, and we have we had to uh, go down, and uh, yeah, I, I really felt warm and. Uh, I knew I had to uh, didn't make mistakes 
because then I will slide uh, along. You can break your break your arm yeah. or your leg yeah, or yeah, worse yeah. even. Yeah, man. So and when I'm looking up and I just remember like looking and seeing you and Jake at the top and I like I dropped off and then it was scary for me and I stopped, turned around and just to look back up at you guys and I was like, fuck. That was really, really scary. Are they like, and I'm like a good skier. Are they gonna, are they, are they gonna be all right with that? And then I'm, I'm just like, you've got to just do it at this moment. You just, it's like, you know, you're on the edge of the precipice, and you just have to take that leap. Because if you, if you do it badly and you hesitate really slow and you fuck up, then you could hurt yourself more. So yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I can remember Jake and me were uh, saying, if you go, I go, <laughs> when we get at real difficult parts. And uh, yeah, uh, Jake was a little bit better than me, but he was really, um, uh, yeah, when, when I really, I actually thought, no, I'm not going to do it. And when he said yes, then, yeah, I thought, so yeah, if he goes, I go. Yeah, man, that's yeah. awesome. Solidarity yeah. together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we and then we went off on the actual off-piste part as well. That was, <laughs> yeah, that's, it was uh, really scary. <laughs> that was so scary. Really scary. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I loved it because you really feel alive. Yeah, I, I honestly like that feeling when we got to the bottom. So, like for yeah, anyone, anyone listening who, um, who doesn't ski, there was we'd gone up a big mountain. And it's a big mountain, like in the Alps. I don't know how many thousand meters. And uh, there's a snowstorm and it's pretty heavy and they close off most of the lifts, the chairlifts to get. And so there's no real way of us getting home. And, you know, the yeah, it's just treacherous. So we started skiing down a bit and we saw on, on this ski map that all of the lifts had red lights to show they were closed. But there was one open on the other side of the valley, but all of the routes to it were closed and there were barriers against it so we were just like well, our friend will first of all was just he was a nutter he was like right i'll go first and just yeah. jump you know jumps through the barrier and it's like okay and then, yeah, well, <laughs> we followed him and we we ended up in this uh this place and it was just like sheets of ice wasn't it like yeah, i don't know like yeah, how many how steep it was steep and icy so it was a real dangerous combination for me it was mate it was dangerous for all of us like and I, I i was like trying to trying to play cool because i i think like me and chris both said afterwards like we were the most experienced ones yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. but, and then there was like you and jake who were pretty new to skiing yeah. so like I, I was thinking if i start shitting myself and being like <laughs> we're all gonna die we're gonna we're all gonna die then we're probably you know it's probably not gonna be good for you guys so i'm like yeah it's fine but, you know, when we actually got to the bottom, like that moment of, yeah, yeah, we're alive, we're fucking yeah. Alive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember when we came uh, on the bottom and uh, we made it. I really felt, uh, yes, I did accomplish that. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, it was good. It was nice. Yeah, I had the same with surfing because um, with surfing and you get. Uh, uh, dropped off your surfboard and uh, mm -hmm. the wave catch you and um, you don't know when the wave gonna let you go so you just like in a washing machine you go yeah it's scary yeah it's really scary and you know you have you have to hold your breath and then there's that point that you 
come uh, on the surface and, and, and take a breath. And then you know there's uh, another, another waves and waves and waves. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, man. It's uh, actually it's Jake and me. We we went to yeah Morocco in March surfing, and there was a few places like we were surfing on the on the first beach. It was pretty easy. I mean, it was still scary for us, but you know there was there was distance between the waves so you could come up and often you could like paddle onto your board and and then the next big wave would come but uh on one of the days the instructor was like hey you guys this beach is boring i'm ready to just take you to a, a cool beach if you don't mind jump into my van and uh, we were like fuck yeah so we went to this beach and there was some it was that kind of thing where you just you get hit if you catch it wrong you get knocked off and then you're caught right in the worst, the perfect point, but it's the worst point because every single time the wave yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. back under. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. You could, constantly you get pulled back and there's another <laughs> yeah. wave who, who, who's going to hit you. Yeah. How did you, uh, how, how, like, how often have you been surfing? Have you done that a lot and how long for? Yeah, so uh, almost every vacation uh, where I go, I, uh, I it's a bit. I, I always look up for a jiu-jitsu uh, club where I can train, and awesome. I and I look for a surf spot. So um, I also always try to get a com combination of those two. So yep. I've been surfing on uh, uh, the um, uh, the Canary Islands. Oh yeah, nice. Like Tenerife, uh, uh, Gran Canaria, and Gran Canaria. Like yeah, I went in Portugal surfing. Aruba surfing, uh, Indonesia, Indonesia surfing. Nice man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so are you, are you pretty good at surfing? No, I'm not that good. No, no. Uh, yeah. Are you just saying that because you're because you're humble? No, or cause... no I, I, I'm still on the on the longboard. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Uh, um, so I, I can't surf on a on a short board. So. Uh, I'm, I'm not that good, but I, can I'm you turn enjoying stuff in the waves. You can you turn down the waves a bit? Yes, I can make a, a corner, mm -hmm. uh, cool. but uh, that's it. Not, not uh, very fancy things. I find but, like I'm pretty sure that my ultimate, like I feel that I will have succeeded in life when I can spend my year split between skiing and surfing and then just training jujitsu yeah. and kickboxing as and where I go. Like, but you see, yeah, you, you see a lot of combinations. Eh? You see uh, jujitsu surf camps uh, uh, across the world. And uh, um, it's a real, I think it's a, a lot of people who are doing jujitsu and also surfing. It's a, yeah. a kind of combination. I, I don't know. It's a, uh, I think a lot of people who are doing the jitsu are also into surfing and yeah. other way I around. think that like all of those things go together because not not I mean the physical thing was like the movement and and how you have to be really in tune with your with yourself and yeah. and your surroundings because you yes. know, like whether it's yeah surfing you know you've got the ocean and you've got to read everything and the in the mountains for skiing and then jujitsu you know you're really aware of your surroundings the people around you how you're going to fall and everything and whoever yeah, you're rolling with i think like that links them all and then i think also like the, the humbling factor of like you know what you said at the beginning of how you know you know that there's always someone better than you for jujitsu and you know i know 
when you know when you're about to drown or when you when you go down a big slope and on on the ski it's all the same thing you're like fuck i'm just this tiny little tiny tiny person that is you know really really overwhelmed and dwarfed by whatever is happening around me yeah it's what you said about um uh like when i did judo and i did i did uh, a lot of competitions in the past and uh um So I remember when I stepped into the mat, there was always a kind of stare down. And when you were sitting and waiting for your fight, um, you didn't talk to each other. Uh, it was a lot of distance. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I started uh, doing jiu-jitsu and also doing uh, competitions, um, yeah, we talk with each other. Uh, we fight hard on the, during uh, the match. And afterwards, yeah, it's... Uh, I give really a hug and you know <laughs> almost almost yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a uh a real good fight it's uh yeah that's also what i like it's 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 fight hard on the mat during during the match but after that you can laugh laugh with each other and uh, talk with each other yeah it's uh, it's all cool it's uh it's having so, that respect right and yeah 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 yeah, yeah. do you Do you find like there are people that come over who in competitions from like MMA maybe who um, who don't have that, or do you still think that like everybody everybody has that, or have you, yeah, have you ever experienced people that are really disrespectful even in a competition? Um, I went to competitions and uh, um, and I've seen uh, uh, break out some some fights on the mat, really outside of the mat, yeah. Um, um so and uh, we also doing grappling competitions and uh, that's a mixture of uh, guys with a, a jiu-jitsu background but you also can uh, find uh, judo guys uh, wrestlers mma uh, sambo mm -hmm. and um, they have a different background but still yeah that's Oh, yeah, I, I don't. I, when you when you fight, uh, then you, I can always feel. Oh, you're a res wrestler, or you're a judo guy, mm -hmm. or you're a jiu-jitsu guy. Um, but it's it's yeah for the the competitions. What I did still the same. Still still the same respect. Yeah. 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 I guess you see that on like the UFC. Even you know you see these guys who are. Enemies before they're trash talking each other. There, you know, like yeah, I'll, I'll fuck your mama. You know, I'll, I'll, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna sh sh shit in a bag and throw it. <laughs> not that I, I don't know. I'm not very good at trash talking, really. But you know, you know. And then like <laughs> they go in and they beat the shit out of each other. And then like afterwards, they're like, you know what? Oh, I love you. Come here. And you know, you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, man. I love that. I do. I, you know, it actually makes me emotional sometimes. I watch these fights <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, oh, look at them. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's fun, fun, f funny to see. It's, uh, uh, yeah, like the during the press conference, uh, conferences. Yeah, you see, really, yeah, they try to get under their skin with a teacher, and then after the fight, they are they're all good. Yeah, yeah, man, I love it. I I love it too, man. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about like with other martial arts? you get you earn belts so quick you know they're almost like given away and like 
you know, with jujitsu, how I don't know how how long was it take to, to uh, sorry, how long did it take you to get your black belt, for example? Since two thousand seven and uh, in in two thousand nineteen, uh, I received oh, wow. my black belt, so it take me uh, twelve years. And that's um, um, twelve years of like, how, how often were you were you training? Um, yeah, I I um, I had my times during uh, that I came once a week uh, because I was injured or I didn't uh, came some weeks at all. Um, but most of the time, two times a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, okay. uh, that was normal training. Yeah. Cause I mean, I, I guess like there's a few um, of the fame, more you know, famous uh, jujitsu practitioners. Um, and there's some guys who have like, like uh, you know, Jocko Willink, who's beast. He's an ex-marine, and they they go in and they do it like seven days a week and get obsessed, and then they get their black belt. But it still takes them like five six years, and that's like yeah. them doing it every day, and they're already like hard as nails. Like, <laughs> so it, it's not something that you just like earn overnight. Which yeah, which I love. Yeah, when I did judo, um, uh, you, you you got uh, jiu-jitsu cl- uh, judo clubs. Um, um, so I was I was the age of seven when I started doing judo, and when I was around thirteen, I had my green or blue belt. It went uh, uh, real slow, and, and that was good because mm-hmm. there were little boys who were wearing a black belt when they with the age of thirteen, and I don't know how they get it, but uh, uh, during competition uh, that. We were, were in the same age category and in the same uh, weight category, so I had to compete against uh, a boy with with the same age with a black belt, wow. and uh, uh, he was the same level as me, but he were he he were uh, a black belt, and then yeah, it, uh, I think it's. <laughs> did you beat him or did he beat you? Yeah, yeah, I beat him. I beat him. Beat but, him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but. Uh, you you must feel really fucked up when you're <laughs> wearing a black belt and you it, it can always happen you you can always i can also be uh, get that by a white belt blue belt uh, i guess I if mind. like if you make you know you can just easily make it if if you happen to make a mistake in the moment of it yeah yeah and yeah. you leave yourself open yeah true yeah but i i think there's like one one thing is like rolling and getting tapped by somebody and then it's a whole different thing to be like in a competition like um i don't personally i think if you're not ready if you're not like if you're not a black belt and you don't actually fight at the level of a black belt then you probably shouldn't be competing um you know if (laughs) with other people (laughs) like no man it's it's i I told you when i go on vacation i always try to uh, find a jiu-jitsu club to train that's awesome yeah and um um I don't want to be uh, a black belt or uh, when I was in a brown belt or a pur- purple belt and step into the gym and not worth of my belt mm-hmm. because all the guys uh, uh, want to test you when you step into a new gym. Yes. And, uh, and you, you don't want to get, uh, yeah. Uh, well, you, yeah, you, 
especially if like you're you know you're going there with your representing with your you know badge of your exactly. team yeah so i represent team kaishin and uh, um i don't want they when i leave that they laugh at me because they say yeah how how did he earn his belt mm-hmm. uh, and the same is uh with the guys that i teach and the girls that i teach is um uh, i want you to go uh, for example if you go to another gym and uh, you're wearing you're wearing your belt, uh, you must be worth of your belt. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's yeah. that's important for me. So, uh, um, I should I would never uh, give a belt uh, if when you it's don't. not deserved. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think why is it with other martial arts that that doesn't happen like that? Because like I went to, I did taekwondo when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like. 10 to the age of 12 maybe and i i earned pff, shit maybe like four belts i don't know you know i was like green belt i did what did it go it goes white white yellow tag yellow green blue red oh no red blue black i think and uh, so i you know i earned like two or three belts yeah and uh, you know probably in in a year i'd earned all of these belts and really realistically I shouldn't have had, you know, those belts, but it was like they gave them out, you know, to keep the kids going. You know, why, why do you think that is in other martial arts? Money, I think, and uh, stay to keep people motivated. Um, yeah, um, I, I, that's the big, the biggest reason I think to keep people motivated, uh, and uh, and money because sometimes. Um, when you with certain uh, martial arts, when you have to do an exam, you have to pay for your exam, and uh, it's a money thing. So, yeah, it's uh, that's a shame. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks, it just looks so stupid, though, you know, because like if, when someone's like, "Oh, yeah, I'm a black belt in." Uh, obviously, I know like taekwondo. I'm not, I'm not dissing it. I know taekwondo has some amazing moves, some amazing kicks. For sure. Um, yeah. The striking is pretty shit, to be honest. <laughs> the strike, you know, I can remember we had to like punch from the waist, like set, net, oh, I think it was. Um, but like, um, you know, when you've got someone who's like a kid and they've earned their black belt in like eight months and then they go to like, I don't know, especially if they then go to like an MMA place or they go and, you know, or you, they turn to jujitsu, for example, and they've got a black belt. And uh, I think actually Jake, uh, was saying a friend of yeah a friend of mine friend who's listening um my friend jake was saying he went he was training at a place in uh in Gouda and um uh, somebody turned up once and they were wearing a they were wearing about um a black belt and it was their first time doing jiu-jitsu <laughs> and it's like oh no <laughs> they just they had a black belt on and uh he's like oh what, what what's the black belt and it was um fuck what's that martial art called that's like uh, where they wear the big baggy clothes oh uh aikido yeah yeah it was aikido yeah and so he was like yeah i'm a black belt in aikido and he wore his black belt with, with a normal gi to just do that. yeah <laughs> that's really fucking bad and then obviously it's like, really I mean, bad yeah it's <laughs> yeah, really, I mean, really bad jake who had been going for like one month fucked him up you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah but what you're gonna create is all the people in uh, in the gym are 
are going to test you if you if you wear that black belt and you step in into a new gym for for the first time yeah they all want to test that black belt it's uh it's uh yeah even when somebody will join us yeah. in the team and um uh, i know everybody is uh waiting for the time we can spar and then uh everybody wants yeah yeah, sure. yeah 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 it's, of course uh, yeah so, especially if someone's like either wears about or comes in in a big way you know like i don't know Obviously, I, I love some, you know, the guy, there, there are some lovely guys from MMA, but, you know, you get some, there's definitely been some people that come in and they're just like, we're like a rhino or a bull, you know, on, and ra raging. And yeah. I, I'm le looking, I'm just like, oh, I, I, I can't wait to just like, yeah, man. I, you know, yeah. I'm happy to just like fight off my back and, you know, put a have have a closed guard and then just wait until they put their arms out and then oh next thing you know I'm yeah 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 yeah, yeah. doing a submission on them. that's what i love so uh also with real big guys uh with a lot of muscle uh you 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 let them go the first minute two minutes and then the, the energy energy runs out and then uh, they're yours it's, it's almost always uh, the same it's, uh, I like it. Uh, yeah, man. Same. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Just for the record, uh, yeah, Jake. Just Jake is definitely. It was Aikido that that guy did, and uh, I also tapped Jake out like multiple times. So you know, he's not. It's not like he's the master because you know the other day, if you're listening, Jake, uh, there you are. Um, yeah, you know, I think he's the big man. He's one of these guys. You know, throwing. <laughs> Have yeah, you got uh, plans to compete uh, at any point soon, do you think? Yes, I, I really want to compete uh, maybe this year, man. Yeah. Cool. So uh, um, um, I saw you already was signing up for a uh, tournament. Tournament. Yeah, I am going to be competing in September. Sweet. So I'm really excited. I just need nice. to lose a little bit of weight. Like, I mean, I don't have to... Like it's not. I just don't want to cut. Like, like you know. I think last well, last time I really, really, I really fucked myself over by by trying to do a weight cut in the last week, and I was just exhausted. And you know, I had to. I don't know if you remember, but I had to like put on all my clothes and run around the car park to like lose like five hundred grams of sweat. And you know, so by the time I actually weighed in, I was just like exhausted. So you know, I want to go there at the perfect weight. I had the same one time. Uh, we went to Belgium, and uh, my uh, weight scale at home um, uh, showed me that I was on on weight. And <laughs> I came on the tournament, and uh, I stand stand on the weight scale, and uh, it shows me that I was two kilograms off. <gasps> yeah, two kilo. Fuck. Two kilo. Yeah. So uh, I. Uh, I um, I did off my my gi, and uh, I, I did all my normal clothing on, and I started running, 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 jump ropes, um, and uh, I lost two kilograms. On uh, no way, yeah, 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 it was terrible. It was really terrible. <laughs> so you, that's, yeah, that's liquid. You sweated out. Yeah, liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy and I was. Shit. I feel so. Uh, I did my weight, 
I could uh, drink a little bit because I know when I did too much, then uh, I get problems during the match. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was awful, but yeah, I, I did. I know I did good that time. How did how did the match go? I went first, man. You yeah. drink? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was a blue belt that time. It was in, in Belgium, and uh, uh, yeah. No way. Yeah, man. So, how many matches? How many uh, people did you have to go against? Three, three. Cool. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I felt my energy was really, really low. So, um, I had, uh, I really had to fight with, with tactical because uh, uh, I knew if I would meet, win that match, I had another one, and uh, I got, uh, I got used all the energy. Because I had the fight, yeah, yeah. You don't didn't want to gas yourself out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's one of the hardest things as well. I think to learn is to conserve your conserve your energy properly. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's because so easy. The the higher the belt, that's the longer you have to uh, to fight. So uh, oh, really, yeah. So yeah. how long is one one round one match for black belt then? Six? Uh, eight. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Well, that's yeah. uh, it. Just means it's just so much, so much more technical, and so you, I guess you that just allows for you to fight off your back and technically because, like, I don't know when I'm rolling with somebody, um, you know, even I think like yesterday, um, I chose to fight off my back, and mm-hmm. the rounds were you know longer than a few minutes, so mm-hmm. I was able to just like essentially hold them in guard and, and feel for them leaving openings. But if it was like a three minute match or a three minute round, mm-hmm. well then the likelihood is they're not going to gas themselves out in three minutes and they're not going to, they might not leave so many openings, but it, over like eight minutes, it's way better to be technical. Yeah, man. Yeah. You have to, because if you have, have to fight another match and you're gassed out, then it won't work. It's, yeah. uh, uh, but uh, it's also sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes you want to rest. So, so, uh, mm-hmm. Some sometimes I'm a really lazy uh, jiu-jitsu guy, and, uh, <laughs> but the referee wants wants it to see you constantly in movement. So if you're uh, uh, laying uh, side, they want to see you uh, advance to another or a better uh, uh, or. You, you I'm can't working stay. on your position. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's not like judo that you can pin somebody down and uh, uh, sit out the match. No, you have constantly have to you know, be working. Okay. So that's tough. Have you got any plans to do any more MMA? Do you think? No, I, I, no, no. I, I real, I, I know my striking uh, is not that well. My kicking neither so i'm gonna stick it to grappling and uh, yeah. jiu-jitsu okay yeah. fair enough cool yeah yeah did you um <laughs> you know <laughs> i want to just i want to experience it for sure like a, 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 comp- a match at some point i would never consider i mean i'm probably t- i'm too old now to like even consider really going professional but like i, I couldn't you don't get paid enough to get brain damage, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. those guys, even, even the guys in the UFC are like, you know, even the top fighters aren't 
some of them are getting paid, you know, they, they train for three months and they leave there with like 10,000, 20,000 for a fight, but then for three months and then they've got to pay their trainers and everything, it, you know, it actually works out. Like some of them get less than minimum wage and for something that could really leave you, like if you go in there and you get knocked out, you've trained for months and someone just beats the shit out of you. Like, you know, and that long-term damage is, yeah. It's worth it, I think. You know, yeah. Unless you're Conor McGregor and you're getting a hundred million and uh it's take one fight risky yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah then you can go off the back of that but yeah uh, personally yeah, like I, i'd love to do as just as many competitions as possible um uh with bjj and grappling like i want to do gi and no gi um and then you know i train a lot i train striking a lot and i you know i, I try and mix it up i, I do you know, stuff with wrestling training with you know and all the takedowns and stuff like that, kickboxing, normal boxing. So I, I would like to put, I would like to see how I would do in, in the cage, you know, in the octagon, yeah. um, just for, a, just for a match, you know, at some point, but I'm not in a rush for that. You know, I'd like to get, you know, I'd probably like to do five or 10 competitions really. Yeah. yeah. Of, um, of, of BJJ first. But I'm really curious about uh, uh, September, your upcoming fights, mm -hmm. because it's uh, it's been a while since 2019. I think you first you fought mm -hmm. the last yeah. time. Yeah. So in during that time, you improved a lot. So yeah. it's fun to see uh, because maybe you will find or see the same op opponents as as last time. But yeah, you you, you brought in a lot of work. So. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, looking forward to see you. Cool, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And also yeah, for exactly. yourself. So uh, uh, I rem remember the the first time which it, when you did competition, it, and, and and if you compare that to <laughs> um, yeah, how you fight like now, it's uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> so different. Yeah, well, the first time like I've been not even a, a month. Um, really, uh, it was probably, yeah, probably just over a month and I just wanted to, to see what it was like just yeah. to see. And I knew, I didn't even realistically, I didn't know any submissions properly. Um, and I just thought I'd see what the press is like a competition. And, you know, everyone was saying, you know, you learn more in one, in, in a competition than you learn in a month of, uh, a month of training. So I thought, you know, fuck it and went for it. And obviously got my got my ass handed. Well, I yeah, I lost. I I lost on points. Um, on, That's I, amazing, man. Yeah, you you were standing on the mat and you you were you were there. So yeah, that was uh, that's also a big victory. Uh, and I'm ready for war this time, man. I'm ready. Like I yeah. feel, I feel the 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 training is now like I've I've stepped it up. You know, I'm seven days a week training and um doing like the rock climbing, the bouldering as well, like helps with my grips and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Just, yeah, yeah I, f I feel more confident with it. I mean, still, I'm sure I could go in and there's going to be some beast who just gets me in a, uh, some kind of weird flying triangle and next thing you know, I'm unconscious. And you never know with jiu-jitsu. <laughs> that's that's the, the fun part of it. So you, yeah. you, um, sometimes you can think you're ready and... Uh, You put in a lot of work for preparations and uh, it could be over within uh, 30 seconds because, yeah, it's, uh, and, and when you, in the other time, you, when you're feeling a bit down, uh, it can go very well. So, 
you never know. That's uh, yeah. I, I remember the first time when I did the competition. I think you always remember your first time, and uh, um, I, I, I was doing jiu-jitsu for a month, and I remember I, I was practically was judoing. I uh, uh, you just throws and just yeah, trying to do yeah. It was uh, it was takedown bring it to the ground, control on the ground. And, uh, and that was it. I couldn't pull off submissions mm-hmm. at that time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was basically, uh, doing just judo. using your judo. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's fun. Do you have, uh, any tips for, um, anyone who, or like, who hasn't ever done anything like this and is listening, you know, wants to, wants to give it a go or, or, you know, any, anyone you think this should be for, like, what would you recommend? Yeah, I think you should try if you never, never done it uh, before. And, um, uh, the biggest tip is, uh, not get frustrated. Uh, the first year when you're doing jujitsu, um, because people will, uh, submit you and, uh, you don't when you start you don't have the tools most of the times you don't have the tools to uh submit submit body somebody else mm-hmm. but uh, uh don't let yourself down because it, during the time you will get your tools and get your techniques and uh, it's a mo- it's a it's a question of part yeah of time and, and you will be on you, you, every everybody goes on on a certain level, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody has his own journey, um, and everybody has his own reasons to start with jiu-jitsu. Um, if you want to be a recreation re- recreational fighter, uh, if you want to do competitions, uh, if you want to test yourself, uh, yeah, it's it's all a big test. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, um, you're gonna be in really un- uh, uncomfortable positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah, people are gonna bring you pressure, and you think you're gonna die because you can't breathe. But yeah, uh, you're gonna learn uh, yourself a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, you. Yeah, you get to know yourself so well from it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. It makes you feel vulnerable and makes yeah. you realize. Yeah. yeah. For sure, yeah. I th- I think that all um I think like everyone should do it, but I also think like women or like it was such a good thing for women to know. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah, like self defense, because exactly, yeah, yeah. You see uh, a lot of uh, things happen outside uh, when somebody wants to fight you. It most of the times it ends up in uh, on the ground, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, if you practice jiu-jitsu you feel safe on the ground you yep. uh, you can protect yourself yeah for sure so. well we have done um we've done over an hour of this which is awesome which yeah, um, yeah. so i would love to i think it would be great again to, in the future to get to get one going when we got the studio set up and maybe um with a few of the other guys we can get maybe patrick and luke down and break um and maybe have like uh, we could even watch some fights and, uh, yeah, 
Yeah, have, we'll have, a, have a live video, live podcast going again. Um, I've, yeah, thank you so much for, for your time. Thank you for having me. Sorry about all the technical issues at the start. No, so. no, don't worry. Cool. So I will just, um, yeah, thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, this has been Shifty Perspective and we've been Ash and Michelle Ras, who is my uh, teacher and uh, master at jujitsu, um, taught me everything I know. So thank you so much for tuning in. This has been great. And see you guys next week. From next week, we will be moving to Sunday afternoons. Uh, we've had a vote on the podcast and the majority of people have requested it to be on Sunday. And personally, that works better for me because it means... I can go home after a long day at work and I don't have to do brush through the podcast so I can go rock climbing Sunday morning and then come home, do the podcast, chill out and yeah, relax. So uh, it will be, the next podcast will be on Sunday, the 19th of July and we will have an exciting guest on that date. So please check out on Instagram or Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube. If you haven't subscribed, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe button. Thanks a lot, guys, and see you again. Cheers. 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 Cheers.